Are you listening? Come join us for a DTF quickie. Damn. So by 2045, we will have 40% less food for 9.2 billion people. That's a, we don't have enough food for the, what, 7 billion we have now. I know. So you're going to take 40% less of that and add another 2 billion people? Right. That's not going to work out well. Major problem, right? So Sadhguru has identified this problem along with a bunch of other people. But what he's doing is he's, he's got his own podcast. He's an old yogi, old dude. He's got, he loves to motorcycle around. But what he's going to do is he's going to hop on his motorcycle in London and ride 30,000 kilometers through 26 different countries and stop at every country to talk about safe soil. He's got a lot of confidence in that motorcycle. Yeah, he does. You know, I mean, he was talking about when I heard him, he was on Joe Rogan. He said that he'd carry an extra chain with him and tools because back when he started cycling, he would have to take a link out every once in a while because the link, the chain would get long, uh, stretched out and yeah. take a link out. Needs and then, better steel. Right. Yeah. Right. Steel that doesn't stretch. Right. So eventually you just have to replace the chain. So, I mean, he's a pretty good mechanic with when it comes to his motorcycle, it sounds like mm. pretty self-sufficient. Well, I get 60 miles to the gallon in this hog. One of those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, the crisis is with the soils, there's a lack of organic contents and it turns soil into sand leading to a food crisis which I already talked about poor soil leads to poor nutritional value actually. And there's actually 90% fewer nutrients in today's fruit and vegetables. Plus 2 billion people suffer from nutritional defense deficiencies leading to uh, just tons of diseases. That way I want need supplements. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what he talks about is everybody's having to take all these supplements in order to backfill uh, what the vegetables and fruit and meat really aren't don't provided. provide anymore. Yeah. So he was saying that you have to actually have eight oranges today to equal one orange, you know, back in the day years ago or whatever. Yeah. Mm. It reminds me of that super colon bowl. Do you remember that no. uh, Saturday night live? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the dude comes on. He's like, you would have to eat 5,000 bowls of super colon bowl to equal double super colon bowl. You know, Followed by the oops, I crap my pants exactly. segment. Oops, exactly. I crap my pants. <laughs> I do remember that. That was a good one. Yeah. So another issue saving soil uh, would solve is water scarcity. Uh, depleted soils can't absorb and regulate water flows, and a lack of water retention leads to water scarcity, droughts, and floods. Uh, a loss of biodiversity. Scientists say that around 27,000 species on life forms of life forms are becoming extinct every day due to loss of habitat. Of course, climate change, carbon stored in soil is three times that in living plants and two times that in the atmosphere. Um, loss of livelihood. Tons of farmers are committing suicide due to depletion in soil. 74% of the poor are directly affected by land degradation globally. There are like, 300,000 farmers that have committed suicide over the last 20 years. What? Yeah. Yeah, because they lose their livelihoods, their families. That's worldwide? Know, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. It it's, it's, I mean, it's just, it's been, it, their industry has been decimated. And then you got well, they're not buying up all the land and like they're taking over farmland and turning it into profitable. big food. 
Yeah, Everything has to be it. so cheap. Like there, yeah. there's no profit in farming unless it's subsidized. Or unless you are, you know, a farmer that has a, a kind of mostly a local business for people who are buying a premium type product like grass fed or grass finished or heritage bred pork or some of those like more expensive cuts and, and items. Those te- those farms tend to do better because there is a market for that, especially more health conscious people these days. But yeah, but I don't generally think speaking, I, don't, I don't know that they the make population. Yeah. They're, it's not they're not looking to make killing right they're right they're family farm looking to survive right right they can't mass produce anything no. to feed any size of a population no which but, is why bill gates is buying up all the farmland because he wants to take control of the food stream right so I mean, it's a topsoil like i don't even know how you'd fix a topsoil like it takes it takes like a hundred years to create like an inch of topsoil right well i mean there's a lot of different approaches there's um Joel Salatin, uh, he's over in Virginia, actually. He's the polyface mm. farmer. He's got a lot of different uh, approaches to it where you take cattle and you mob graze them. So you put them in like a 100 foot by 100 foot square, say, and you fence it off and you let them eat all the grass and they'll eat it quickly because there's not a lot of space that they can roam around in. So they eat it very quickly and they poop all over the ground. And then they move them to the next uh, plot of land of hundred sure. by hundred or whatever. Sure, Peter loves that. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure they do. Uh, but then they bring in the chickens, and the chickens go through and they eat all the bugs that are crawling around the poop. And they poop around, you know, and they tear it all up and everything. And they call so them, gross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> chicken shit, cow shit, poop. So basically, you just why run, do you think why do you think all the shit? land around here was so good? Exactly, had all those chicken farms over here. Heck yeah, Menards or yeah. Whatever they were down the road. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it takes a little bit. Uh, I know chicken shit is, <laughs> it's a pretty high pH poop, you know? So it takes a little bit longer to break down. But, you know, once it does, I mean, it's nitrogen, right? And once you mix it into the soil, it's great. Yeah. But what is killing the soil is just running back to back to back, corn, corn, corn. And it just strips the land of everything, right? All the nutrients. Right. So yeah. what you really, and what, Sadhu Sadguru is interested in doing is farming around the trees essentially. So you have a corn stalk that's like six, seven feet tall or whatever, and then you have squash and all the different other uh, vegetables and grains uh, growing alongside it. So you just come through and you harvest that part out instead of coming through and ripping off all the ears of corn chopping up the stalks and blowing them all over the field and, and then plowing it all under. You don't really get much of the nutrients back in the soil. So what his approach and what a lot of other people, the way a lot of other people approach it is they let that good, you know, waste from the plant go back into the soil and the soil is able to retain all those good nutrients that we poured all kinds of, you know, money into essentially money through credits of, you know, good wholesome farming. So mm. have you guys ever seen like the warehouse farms? They're pretty interesting. So picture the vertical farms. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, giant Costco's and just rows upon rows of racks of these large pots that are growing tomatoes. And, and they're different super efficient. They use way less water. They don't have to less have than all 10% the percent water. No, they don't have to have all the pes- yeah, pesticides and everything. So it's all cleaner, better organic food. And then all the supermarkets are buying it 
local because it's literally right in downtown New York City at this giant warehouse. So they're not paying for transportation, uh, transportation a truck, and the the fruit is lasting longer because that transportation, the timeline, and it's not boxed up and going through all the transportation stuff. And it's that's what's really killing a lot of the the farm industry because those big populated cities, those grocery stores are just buying them from the warehouse farms or whatever they're called. Right. It's and pretty they, interesting. They put them in storage containers, like shipping containers too. Yeah. I've seen them in there and it, it's largely off of aeroponics. Hydroponics was a big deal where you submerge the root system in water, but aeroponics uses less water and it sprays the root system rather than, um, Submerging. Submerging. Yeah. Right. But that's aeroponics has been used. I mean, there's a lot of different approaches, really. I've seen tons of them. You know, I did yeah. my own aquaponics setup. Right. Well, um, I read that's one of the best things you can do with your kids is to grow um, some vegetables in your backyard because it teaches them how to take responsibility, water them daily. And then when they start seeing it grow and produce fruit, it teaches them, like, you know, patience. But also now they're seeing the fruits, no pun intended, of their labor. And it, it teaches them a lot of pretty good lessons on, on it. It's pretty right. cool. And it stimulates uh, brain activity, really. I mean, uh, it helps reduce depression, uh, just being around all the microbes in the soil. Yeah. So, I mean, it's so many different ways that it's valuable. And uh, the last point that Save Soil brings up is conflict and migration, where Population growth and food and water scarcity could cause over 1 billion to migrate to other regions and countries. So they're basically just going to follow the fertile land. You know, once they completely trash this area, they have to move to a new area. And then pretty much everybody's competing for a postage stamp, you know? So this guy, is he like a scientist? Like, do you know his background at all? Like who's funding this? Is he just well off or? He's a, he's a yogi from India and he's got his own podcast. Sadhguru, and uh, he's in touch with a bunch of farmers, and and a lot of the farmers in India are actually pretty anti Monsanto and you know Franken farming, and have been. Uh, the farming community in India is kind of like real woke, you know. Mm. I just wasn't sure if this woke guy I was like, you know what, I'm going to take a year week. off, and someone's going to fund, <laughs> someone's going to bankroll me, and I'm just going to travel the country in a cool little. Like, are they woke? Well, I mean, or are they awake? What I said was real woke. It was yeah. just kind of a a rip off Tom McDonald. You know, he's okay. got fake woke yeah. and real woke. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what I said. They're like legit woke in India. Are they? Yeah, they're awake. You know, they know awake. they're awake to the uh, the dangers of two very different things. Farming. Yeah, awake, not woke. Yeah. Yes, they're very awake. Real woke, buying three million barrels. Real woke's different than just woke, right? Yeah, woke's kind of yeah. I guess I don't know. I don't know. That's woke, where I'm at. Woke's a whole nother topic. <laughs> oh, it definitely is. Straight woke. That's a cool story, though, man. Yeah. I'm going to dig a little deeper in it. It's a good yeah. one. It's important. 